Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive then take out, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Hi, it's Michael Smirkanish. Welcome to Book Club with Michael Smirkanish, a collection of Michael's favorite interviews with authors from the last 30 years through today, on the air, on radio. What sets my book club apart is that I actually read the books. Book Club is now in session. Today's poll question is this. Should students who blame Israel, who blame Israel for the Saturday Hamas attack, be blacklisted? by prospective employers? That is the question. I took a peek at 156 votes having been cast, and it was running 73.72% to 26.28%. I'm not going to tell you which way it was going, but it was decisive. It was decisive when only 156 had cast their ballots. Tell me, TC. Now we're approaching 10,000 okay. votes already. Well, that didn't take long. Uh, and we're running 67 to 33. All right. 67 so two to thir- 33. Two-thirds are saying one thing. Mm-hmm. So the, the the question today is predicated on a number of stories. I'm, I'm looking at today's New York Post. I'll do the rush thing so that you know I'm for real. The headline in the Post today is this, Schooled on Hate. And they've got the the Harvard logo or coat of arms or insignia. And then here's the lead of the story that's written by Ariel Zilber and Melissa Koenig. Hedge fund billionaire Bill Ackman and a dozen other business executives have pledged to deny hiring members of a student group at Harvard 
who signed on to a letter blaming Israel for Hamas's deadly attack on Saturday that killed more than 1,200 people, including 22 Americans. Jonathan Newman, the CEO of salad chain Sweetgreen, seconded Ackman's request on X, formerly Twitter, of the names of the students in the 34 Harvard groups who said they, quote, hold the Israeli regime entirely responsible for all unfolding violence. I would like to know so that I never hire any of these people, Newman wrote in response to Ackman's post on Tuesday. Then David Duell, the CEO of healthcare services firm Easy Health, said, same. The backlash and possible blacklisting has led to a flurry of backpedaling by four of the initial student organizations attached to the inflammatory statement, while board members of the other groups have quit to distance themselves. Something else on this. In the Times today, big story under this headline, NYU law student sends a message with anti-Israel views and loses a job offer. A law firm's job offer to a New York University law student was rescinded on Tuesday for what the firm described as an inflammatory comment about Hamas's attack that killed at least 1,200 Israelis ended Harvard, as I just told you, student groups began to take back their signatures. The actions were part of a wave of fallout on campuses for students who are deeply polarized over the fighting. At NYU, Rhino Workman, the president of the university's Student Bar Association, wrote in a message to the group on Tuesday that, quote, Israel bears full responsibility for this tremendous loss of life. And for making that statement, she lost her job offer from the firm of Winston and Strawn. The firm said that those comments profoundly conflict with its values and without naming the student said that it rescinded its offer of employment. I want to talk about it. I have the perfect guest. This is Book Club with Michael Smirconish from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. If you're like me, it's now the end of the day, and you say, "Uh uh-oh, what are we going to have for dinner? Well, here's the solution. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You're going to have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. 
Flexible for your schedule, get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast premium options with no cooking required. Sign up and save. We've done the math. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and get after your goals. Head to factormeals.com slash smirconish50 and use code smirconish50 because you'll get 50% off. That's code smirconish50 at factormeals.com slash smirconish50. Get your 50% off. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. The Michael Smirconish Program. Listen weekdays at 9 a.m. East on POTUS, Sirius XM, Channel 124, and anytime on the Sirius XM app. I have the perfect guest in Greg Lukianoff. And I'll tell you why. I have no idea what he's about to say. No idea whatsoever. I've stayed away from his social media in the last 24 hours. I know, Greg, he's been here before. He's the president of the Foundation for Individual Rights and Expression. He is the co-author, along with Jonathan Haidt, of a fabulous book, called The Coddling of the American Mind. And now Greg has just published, as in Tuesday, this book dropped, The Canceling of the American Mind, co-authored by Ricky Schlott. The subheading says, Cancel culture undermines trust and threatens us all, but there is a solution. So what does this free speech champion think about those who are blaming Israel for the attack that took place on Saturday, now losing job prospects. This is Greg Lukianoff. Hey, Greg, I will read the book. Just truth be told, I've not yet cracked the cover, but I'm holding it in my hand, (laughs) and I'm really eager to know what you think of what I just described. Well, by the way, it it doesn't come out until Tuesday. Now, now, of course, I have to sort of separate. Uh, I'm I'm ahead of the curve. Yeah. So so I have to um, separate my you know, personal political opinion. I think people who immediately blamed Israel for the attacks, you know, should be embarrassed. But that being said, you know, our definition of cancel culture is the uptick of campaigns to get people fired, deplatformed, get job offers rescinded, et cetera, since 2014. And and it's a it, it's a nonpartisan like and we, we point out in the book that it can come from both the right and the left. Now, I hesitate to call this cancel culture from the right because there's an awful lot of moderates, you know, um, and. And, and liberals were also kind of like, really, Harvard? Like, this is really what you think? And I want to be extra clear on this. I defend free speech. I, of course, defend the First Amendment, but I also defend free speech culture. And I try to get people to take a step back 
and and say say to themselves, yes, we some particularly in 2020 and 2021, there was a movement by a lot of corporations to say we're not just a widget factory; we also have political points of view. And if you actually say your political opinion, you know, we we reserve our, the right, which is their legal right, and I don't dispute that, to to fire or punish you for having you know bad political opinions. Now, I want people to think about what if we end up in a country, and I and I, I felt like we were getting there in 2020, 2021, 20, that you can uh, that that. Yeah, sure. You technically have free speech rights, but you can't have a job if uh, if you actually express controversial opinions. So I keep on trying to make the argument for old fashioned ideas that everybody's entitled to their opinion, et cetera, et cetera. Now, again, they can decide to not uh, not hire these people, but I want them to I, I want to make a pitch for keep the idea of everyone's entitled to their opinion in your mind. I mean, I guess consistency demands this of you, right? When I when I read through these 300 or so pages, I imagine I'm going to hear stories from college campuses where there's been intolerance directed toward conservatives. And I get your point that that in this case, it's hard ideologically. The lines blur. But if Greg Lukianoff were to come on this program today and say, you know, that you personally support diminishing their speech rights and canceling their their job offers, then then I'd have a problem with your level of consistency. Oh, absolutely. No. And we, we take on the right and the left uh, uh, in, in the book, you know, we, um, and, uh, you know, on campus, honestly, in a lot of cases, it does. The cancel culture does tend to come more often from the left, partially because campuses are overwhelmingly uh, left leaning. But I don't want to throw. But but I will say one thing, Michael, I am also very adamant about the fact that I think we'd have a healthier country if we relied less on elite colleges to fill all our leadership positions. Go like I actually think we'd be healthier if, if uh, Winston and Strawn and Goldman and all these places hired from big state schools because a lot of the sort of ideological rigidity that creates cancel culture that it. According to all of our data, it's much worse at elite colleges, with, by the way, two exceptions. University of Chicago does a good job on freedom of speech for everyone, um, and so does University of Virginia. I mean, my own view of this, for what it's worth, is that if there can't be dissent, civil dissent, civil dissent, if there can't be dissent on a college campus, then where could it exist? This this is the lab. This is where, you know, ideas and boundaries need to get pushed. However, here comes my hypocrisy. Uh if post September 11, I were hiring and someone had blamed the United States for the death of 3000 Americans, would I hire them? Hell no, I would not. have. <laughs> and, and you'd have and you'd obviously have the legal right to. And when you're arguing about free speech culture, you're, you're talking about balancing different things. And, you know, I, I imagine you would have some amount of pause, you, you know, for a second there saying, like, am I really saying that, like, someone saying something stupid in college, you know, means that that that, I, that, that, that they can never be hired again? I do. We also do talk about, by the way, is ways to keep your your company out of the culture war. And I do think making sure that you're hiring people who and this is one of the problems. I actually said this to the Harvard Crimson is that we've also found with a lot of the school graduates is that they want sometimes freedom of speech for their own opinion but when they show up at a at a corporation they demand that the uh, the opinion that they don't like also gets fired so i i i you know i i would like you know a, a disarmament on a lot of the cancel culture stuff cuz i don't think it's healthy for us as a democracy this is Greg Lukianoff. He's the co-author of a book that drops, pardon me, next Tuesday. It's called The Canceling of the American Mind. By the way, kudos to your publisher. Who's the publisher of this book? Simon & Schuster. Good for uh, you. Simon & Schuster. 
You know what? I, I say kudos to your, your uh, publisher because I, I'm so sick of the game. I interview so many authors. My producer, TC, can speak to this. And so often we go through the, well, the book doesn't come out till Tuesday. You'll have to wait and speak to Greg on Tuesday if you want to hear. And you're, you're, like, you guys didn't play that. And I'm really appreciative. So thank you because I want to have the conversation today. And then I will read the Absolutely. book. And then we can have another conversation after I do read the book. So, And I'm a huge fan of you, Michael. Oh, thank you. Appreciate it. Well, I love that book with Height. Oh, my God. I, 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 I've I, tried so many times to get Jonathan Height to speak to me in the last six months about social media topics. And I know that he's like a hermit, you know, squirreled away and, and finishing up his next <laughs> release. Is. I don't know if you're involved in that or not. OK, here's another one I want to share. I want to share with you. So um, sure. my alma mater for law school is the University of Pennsylvania. I was not there as an undergrad, but I was uh, as a grad student. I have close ties to the university. I'm not the only one in my family with with Penn ties. And I also in the past have have interviewed slash debated Roger Waters of Pink Floyd fame. Yeah. So Waters was among those who was a participant a week ago pre uh, Hamas attack on Israel um, a, a Palestinian rights forum loosely described. Yeah. And in the end, Waters had to to sort of transmit in by Zoom because uh, I don't know, there was some snafu there as to whether they were knew, they knew he was coming. So also from the post today, there's this headline donor demands UPenn condemn. One of the University of Pennsylvania's biggest benefactors called on alums of the Ivy League school to close the checkbooks over the college's failure to condemn Hamas's terror attack on Israel weeks after it held a controversial pro-Palestinian festival. Apollo Management CEO Mark Rowan, a graduate of Wharton, who, along with his wife, donated 50 million to the business school in 2018, is demanding that UPenn president Liz McGill and Scott Bach, chair of the School of Trustees, step down, according to a letter obtained by The Post. The letter was sent to the Daily Pennsylvanian. It pointed to last month's festival that included writers who have called for, quote unquote, death to Israel as a sign that the school tolerates anti-Semitism. Quote, it took less than two weeks to go from the Palestine Writers Literary Festival on Penn's campus to the barbaric slaughter and kidnapping of Israelis, wrote Rowan. Any reaction from Greg Lukianoff to that? Well, my overall take on universities taking political positions and making issuing statements is that I'm a big supporter of University of Chicago's Calvin Report. And I actually think they should stop because it, 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 it creates an environment in which there's political orthodoxy on campus. Like if it's coming down from above, that you know, this is how we feel about even, you know, as uh, as much as I want to see Putin defeated and I support, you know, supporting the, the, the Ukrainian fighters, um, Every time a school takes an official position on it, on an issue, it creates an orthodoxy. So I personally think that all like schools should adopt the Calvin Report. They they, they should have pol- uh, political neutrality on on, on big issues uh, of the day. Now, certainly donors are under no obligation to keep do- donating, and I would never claim any anything like that. But I w- but I will point out one piece of hypocrisy. I will say that universities have been very bad on academic freedom and free speech, at least certainly University of Pennsylvania. University of Pennsylvania, by the way, Michael, was second to last in our campus free speech rankings. By the way, uh, the, the worst school in the country by uh, was actually Harvard. <laughs> Harvard mm-hmm. did even worse than University of Pennsylvania. 
Um, I, I think because uh, my career started at 9-11 and I th- and I saw something that might surprise be surprised some of your listeners, partially because people on campus started to realize that their ox, too, can be gored. They suddenly kind of briefly rediscovered academic freedom and free speech. I suspect that's probably going to happen again. Uh, and I hope it's not just temporary. I would like it to stick this time. Um, but, uh, but, but at the same time, when it comes to those students, you know, saying that Israel has it coming or Roger Waters, you know, uh, uh, opinions, it's valuable for people to know, not because we consider these all good and, and nice opinions, but here, here's my overall philosophy of freedom of speech. It's crucial to know what people really think, not even if we think it's monstrous or terrible, but especially if it is. So this is really going to be a test because it it gets no more base and raw and barbaric than what was done to Israel on Saturday. This is really going to push us to the. But I I think I think what you're saying, by the way, little little trivia when you reference Penn, I think I'm correct about this. I'm spitballing Eden Jacobowitz. Eden Jacobowitz. Do you remember? Absolutely. The water buffalo. Water buffalo. Right. Yeah. Actually, the the book. (laughs) The, the the book that that uh, that launched Fire in 1999 was a book uh, called The Shadow University, and Fire is co-founded by the great Alan Charles Coors, who's one of the world's leading scholars on the Enlightenment, and he defended Eden Jacobowitz when he got in trouble for the water buffalo incident back in the early 90s. Where where is he today? Where is he? T- I've interviewed him. It's been years, but where is the guy who started that? And I remember the Wall Street Journal was all over it, and appropriately so. L- let me let me get back to trying to sum up. Okay, so so what are we saying? I sure. think we're I think we're both saying that we don't agree with Rhino Workman, who lays blame at the feet of of Israel for what transpired on Saturday, but that no. we are troubled. But we are troubled by the idea that she would be reprimanded for expressing her opinion as wrong and 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 tone deaf as we believe it to be um and we're also saying however the you know these law firms have a right or or, or wall street they've got a right to to do what they're doing if they choose not to hire are those the three points yeah exactly yeah, okay. it, it, exactly. And people should always consider what their most controversial opinion is, uh, you know, and if, and if they think that they should have to trade ever being able to say it to be able to work. Yeah, I think it, I mean, I'm, I'm the Harvard case where I know Larry Summers, the former president, you know, admonished the university and said, you've got to condemn this. And then the new president, Claudine Gay, did condemn it. Um, I guess that's yeah. all fine. I mean, you know, the, the, the university can say what it wants to say, I but. I don't want to see even unpopular speech be yeah. punished. Yeah. Well, and of course, when it comes to public uh, public universities, there's a First Amendment obligation. When it comes to private universities, they have contractual promises of freedom of speech. So even potentially, you know, could get them into a legal trouble. Now, and I mentioned the Calvin report, basically saying that I think schools should actually adopt neutrality on on these kind of big issues because it, it, it it's just, uh, but partially because they haven't. The people who are making the argument. Wait a second, you commented on every other incident that happened right. in the entire world, no matter how comparatively trivial, and you're not commenting on this one. That's fair game, and, and that's one of the arguments that, that uh, people like Sam Abrams at Sarah Lawrence College are making, and, and uh, Larry Summers, who, who's on our advisory council, is making as well. But you know, you know, Greg, some will say there can be no neutrality given what took place on Saturday. There's no neutral position. And everybody, everybody needs to. In fact, I've spoken here on, on radio about the pressure that's being brought to to bear on some so-called celebrities yeah. with big social media. Like, hey, how come you haven't spoken out against this? We're at that level. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, and, and to be clear, like even the strictest reading of the Calvin report does not at all. So UVA, once again, to, to, to talk about how UVA is doing a good job, what UVA did was come out with a statement uh, talking about the their, their students who are in Israel, their students who have family in Israel, expressing concern for their students. And that's always within you know, right. the, the realm of what a, what a university can always comment on. And, and I thought UVA was the school that, that threaded the needle, needle most perfectly. We look forward to the release of your book next Tuesday. It's called The Canceling of the American Mind. Thank you so much for being here. I really appreciate it. Thank you, Michael. And I'll, I'll bug height to come on. Yeah, please do. Thank you. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the Sirius XM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Book Club with Michael Smirconish. New episodes drop Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials Program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, Quick strategic thinking is crucial, and with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown, and through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com.